So I want to talk about kids and raising kids and a girlfriend of mine, one of the girlfriends I, I wrote about in my book, 3% Man, I remember a story that he was telling me and I later relayed this to Jennifer and the neighborhood where he raised his kids, eventually obviously my future girlfriend, one of the women that I wrote about in my book who was kind of like a mom to everybody that has been a part of my work and who is one of the great loves of my life and I still love to this day. Back when she and her three older brothers were in high school, they were down at the end of the street. They had a big bonfire going and it was like a Friday night. They were drinking and hanging out and some were smoking, smoking cigarettes and maybe potentially some other things. And he was a, a state trooper. And one of the neighbors came up and was like banging on his door. It was like, your kids are down at the end of the street. They got a big fire going and they're drinking beers and they're getting drunk and they're loud and they're rowdy. They're listening to music. And, and he said, it's Friday night. I know where my kids are. Where are your kids? And she was, she didn't really have much of an answer because quite frankly, she didn't know. And your job as a parent is to lead by example. And especially if your kids are entering adulthood and they're going to drink or they're going to get involved with dancing with Mary Jane or other things, who is going to teach them? Do you want to teach them or would you rather the streets teach them? And my girlfriend's father, who was a, a great dad and also a law enforcement officer, was he gave his permission to his kids to be who they are. And when their friends came over, if they had too much to drink, there's beds at the house. You can crash here. And other parents who were, how dare you drink? You don't do these things. The kids would go out and do things. They would drink. They drive. They would end up killing themselves or killing other people or going to a party and bad things would happen. And he knew where his kids were on a Friday night. And I remember sharing this with you years ago when your daughters were going through this, or about to enter this stage and were starting to go through this stage. And I shared that story. And I remember as we're going through the questions, you're like, I got some things to say about that. I have so much to say about that. First of all, um, when I was 18, I was at a party in the country and we had a midnight curfew that we were trying to get back. And um, we, we were trying to find a ride home and we had to be home by midnight. And we were just going to get in whatever car we could because we didn't want to get in trouble and get grounded. And we got into the back of this truck the guy had been drinking, of course, drunk driving accident. We T-boned another car, flipped the truck. We were thrown out of the back. My best friend was killed. My other friend was in a coma. It scarred me for life. And this is 18, right? So I went into my parenting mode as, okay, how can I prevent my kids from repeating this horrible mistake that I made. First of all, I want to tell my kids, 
yes, you have a curfew. You need to be home at this time. But just tell me where you are and what your circumstances are. Don't risk your life trying to get home for a curfew. If you need a ride, come call me. If you need anything, it's a weird situation. If you feel like it's a date rape situation, whatever, call me anytime, always, period. I don't want my children or their friends to die. I took my kids to the grave and showed them the grave to drive the point home. And I was like, as a parent, I have to teach this lesson because this really hurt me for a very long time. It destroyed me completely. So the way that I raise my kids is just like JB, the trooper, my house was a safe place. Show up, be who you are, anything goes, I accept you for who you are as long as everybody is safe and nobody drives and you're always welcome to sleep here. And that was my house always because I wanted my kids to always be honest with what they were doing and where they were going and who they were with and I wanted to know everything that was happening. So my house was the house. It's where they showed up. Mom, can I have people over? I'm like, who's coming? How many people? What's going on, right? And, but we had boundaries, and we were talking about this earlier. There are boundaries as a parent, as a mother, as a father. You're going to draw a line when you're, any of the kids are in danger, like any of them. And there was um, a person that was in our family, I'll say, extended family, not blood, but like a, one of the kids that we had taken in, and um, he crossed some boundaries. He was abusive with his girlfriend. He was an older guy that hit on a younger girl, and I said, that's it. You're not welcome. You're, you cannot come over here anymore, and it hurt, and it was sad, but as a parent, as a mama bear, you draw lines, and it's, they're hard lines. They're hard lines. There's no crossing them. If you cross it, it's just there's no negotiation, period, and I was saying earlier that you know, if I didn't have kids, I probably would be a little more, more lenient about the things that I've allowed in my life. But when you are responsible for some a, a child's life and the way that they grow up and who they're going to be and the way they develop and their ideals and their safety, like literally their safety, and you have to keep this person alive, you have to be really strong with your boundaries. So... Um, like the guy that you were talking about that said, I want the kids to be who they are and have fun. He had an eye on him. He knew what was going on too. I'm sure he walked down to the end of the block to check out and make sure everything was safe. But he wanted them to be who they were because they're going to do that, whether it's the end of the block or in your backyard. Would you rather it be there or somewhere you don't know where they're not safe? I would much rather these kids be in my house where I have my eye on them and I know what's going on than not knowing where they are. And guess what? You know what happened in the parties where I didn't know what was going on? I was getting phone calls. The cops are here. Come help us. We're running. <laughs> We're chasing. Or they're chasing us. Or I don't know. There was all kinds of ridiculous scenarios. I can't tell you how many times I've had to go and rescue kids from cops, you know, busting parties or whatever. But guess what? You know, out of all the parties that are our house from for six years, never, not once was a kid arrested. Nobody was, nobody had a drunk driving incident. They crashed at my house. They were always welcome there. There were beds everywhere. I knew what was going on. They were safe for the most part. Because kids need to be themselves. They're going to do that, whether they're, they're in your house or not. But you do have to draw boundaries 100%. And I dated a man 
at one point, um, he did cross a boundary and I had to break up with the love of my life from eight years because it was, uh, no longer safe for my children. And that's a, that's really hard to do when you're in love with somebody and you think it's your forever person, but that's, that's the power and the strength of a mom that cares for her children and trying to create a space, like safe space for their kids. That was the, uh, bonfire of the patio furniture yeah yeah it was just dangerous situation and like I, I won't nothing is going to hurt my children I will die before somebody hurts my children period and when I say my children I'm not talking about my two daughters I'm talking about every single one of their friends they're all my kids and they know they're my kids I would I would do anything for those kids and I have done lots for them and that's how all parents should be. Imagine if every parent showed up that way, you know, to take in the kids that don't have those parents or to show up, to listen, to be there, to pick them up when the, there's police lights going and they don't have anybody to turn to, you know. And it's crazy that some parents will listen to what you just said and be like, oh, she's irresponsible with their kids because how the hell... Is that your responsibility? I know that. You and I, and I, I take that. Teach I'll take them it. Or the streets are going to teach them. Right. I'll take it. I'll take all the criticism. Throw it. I, I can catch it. I'm not scared of any of the criticism. I'll take all of it. You know why? It's because I was the kid that went in the world and did all the really dangerous stuff. I was a very risky ch- kid. If you knew me growing up, I didn't care. There were no consequences. I did not care. I got, I got in the back of that pickup truck buzz like we got to make it home for the curfew whatever happens happens hey that was me and I suffered and I still suffer immensely for the rest of my life I'll always suffer for losing my best friend for poor decisions I wanted to be the parent that could prevent that and I know they're drinking I know they're smoking I'm worse than drinking and smoking there's worse things happening with teenagers and not And I'm not talking about 16, 17, 18. There's a lot of stuff happening 13, 14, 15. Young kids, problematic families, drug abuse, all kinds of stuff going on. If you're not tapped into your kids' lives and their friends, you're missing a lot. And you can save a lot of kids by being involved and creating a safe space for them to be who they are. They're going to be that whether you're there or not. And just like that guy said, I know where my kids are. Where are your kids? And there's a lot of critical parents. And there's a lot of people that are sassy. And I know so much about their kids that they don't know. I just bite my tongue and go, if you only knew what your kids do and what they've been through (laughs) that you don't know about. I know exactly what you're talking about. There's a lot of them, actually. I'm thinking of one specific. (laughs) But. That was how I parented. And you know what? I'll take all the criticism. I really don't care what you think, just like Corey would say. But I'm mama bear. I draw lines. I do have lines. If anybody's in danger, they're out. And I feel like it's so common, and I guess this might be a stereotype, but all the dads, when um, their daughters or sons are going out, oh, I'm hanging out with Anthony, or oh, I'm hanging out with Andrew. They're like, who's that? And it's like, dad... Andrew's my best friend for three years. Like, so many parents just don't even know their kids' friends' names. And that's fine. If you want to parent that way, then so be it. But 
that just proves my mom's point even more. You're missing out You're on a mi- lot. Yeah. Being in touch with your kids' friends even gets you a better idea of your own kid as well. Because you've probably learned stuff about me from my friends, too. They text me. I know, and they snitch on me to you about stuff that I didn't want you to know. Because we're a family. I created a family. It's literally, um, if you're from where we live and you're Gracie's age, you've probably been to my house. (laughs) It's, It's a safe space for young people. Wouldn't you, th- wouldn't you say? Yeah. I could make a list of multiple people who have slept. People that were kicked house. out of their house and they couldn't go home, you know? They knew, th- they knew where to go. Or, I mean, I can't, there's, there's a laundry list of things. But if, you have, if you're raising children, you have to protect them, yes. You can say you're not allowed to drink and you're not allowed to smoke. It's against the law. Until you're 21, you cannot drink. And it's not going to be allowed in my house, period. And that's how every parent should be. Are you going to stop a 17-year-old from drinking and smoking? No, you're not. Are you going to create a safe place for them to land when they have been? And learn how to do that? And Yeah. Without and, overdoing it? Yeah, yeah. True. Somebody's gonna, somebody is going to teach them. Who is it going to be? You or the streets? And I don't provide any alcohol or drugs or anything. My house is like a a hostel. It's a hostel. It's literally just open barn doors. If you need a place to go, you're welcome there. That's kind of what I'm saying. It's not a party house per se. I didn't want parties in my house. I didn't allow a lot of parties in my house. It was rare. I'm just saying that... They're allowed to be who they are and say what they're doing in front of me, as long as it's safe. And there have been a lot of people kicked out of my house through the years because there's a lot of unsafe teenagers, you know, also. Safely kicked out, too. Yeah. Asked to leave. And I got egged when people were not allowed, you know. There's a lot of... (laughs) There's been a lot of stuff. (laughs) But my kids are really like, they felt safe. Their friends felt safe there. And even people that I'm like not even friends with anymore. Text you. Another way to protect (laughs) your kids, another way to protect your kids is to also teach them how to go out into the world. And part of that is stay in your group, watch your drinks, don't let anybody slip anything into your drink. Get roofied. I've been roofied before. Let me tell you, it's not cool. <laughs> it's like, honestly, somebody is re- literally body when they put something in your drink. It's, it's, I, do, I would, don't ever want that to happen to my daughters. I'm always telling them, watch your drinks. Buy your own drinks, you know? Stay with your group. Know where you are. It's scary. It's scary having daughters. 